0: Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good-ass food, listening to good-ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host... Lil Robbie Vince, and Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. gastro traveling, motherfucker.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of Gastro-travelin'. What are you, two? Yeah, no, I guess I am in three. You're three, okay. Hello, All hello. Right. All right, so still, <laughs> still, still, you know, just diving after it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 32 episodes in, we don't know the fuck we're doing. Um, so... Um, today's a very special episode uh we have a very special guest coming up later yes uh, i'm sorry i'm getting over a cold so if i sound really disgusting please forgive me you're sick we're, well i'm social distancing okay that's true we <laughs> would. anyways so later on we have ming chen from tv's ming chen from comic book men. We're, yes we're interviewing him we're talking about uh Low end, the Low End Theory by Tribe Called Quest. I'm very, very excited. But before we get into all that, we have my main man, Angel Campos, with the meal to pair with pear. this album. I don't album. fucking know. I don't fucking know. I, I don't know <laughs> what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> hey, meal... <laughs> I'm extra. There you go. He's not going to taste.
2: No, no, it's not that bad. He's I'm fine.
1: Extra nasally today. Okay. The yeah, you f- are. I'm, I apologize to everybody listening to us.
2: At least you're not that coffee though. Like you're
1: not. <coughs> you love coffee though. I do love coffee. All right. Anyways, uh, Angel, what's up? What, do we, what's what up? did you what 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 up, what did you, look you look throw in front of me uh, this evening? For me not to butcher pronunciation. Pro-
0: did you remember what it was?
2: No, I couldn't uh, pronounce uh, it when uh, you asked I'm me. to take
0: two seconds for. This. All
2: right, that's fine. Ready for this? Perfect. I, I'm going to
0: butcher it. It is called. Your mic's not on.
1: Say that again, Angel What do you have? It uh, wasn't on the whole time. I just turned it on. You
0: sack of shit. <laughs> you sack of shit. I'm Mine wasn't it. on Whatever. either. It's Mine's cold. on now. Can you pronounce Here, that for me? <laughs> so if I I don't want to sound culturally non sensitive. Sakasuke? Okay? No, oh, you butchered it completely. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Chak, 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 Chuaka. Here, you try to pronounce that, dude. Chaka tute? No, chak chwaka. Chak Easy. Chaka. Chaka- Chaka Chaka. So, tu- all right. Anyways, so it it is um, an African dish. Here, yes. aim your mic um, at yours at your face. Excuse me. Turn your mic at your face. There you go. Perfect. Beautiful. I thought it just followed me like a homing missile. Um, so it uh. is an African. Of, it's an african descended dish yes. this is a kind of modification to it so it is poached eggs in tomato sauce
1: that sounds delicious Ooh.
0: and then uh usually it's served on like toast or any like non-bread or you know what have you um but i made a little like a uh, little not some really salsa but like a little garnish per se uh so it is a uh, mango and <laughs> Bro, how do I- Sauce all over my head. Already, hand, dude, you're disgusting. And you're touching <laughs> <all> <laughs> my
1: buttons, bro. I'm not touching bro, any buttons. <laughs> don't touch this. You're gonna get sick and then you're gonna be like, ah Um.
0: Bro, you're disgusting. Uh, so How do I eat this? Just eat it. Just like dig into it. Um so it is a mango and um zucchini, like kind of like cubed up. like, I, like I a little sauce, like, a little collange action. Uh <laughs> <cilantro>. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Okay. Um I did a little bit of, like, red wine vinegar, a little bit of olive oil, uh, a little bit of salt and pepper, blah, blah, and then... um, What was that word you said? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that mean? You know, you just, like, expanding up on...
1: <laughs> oh. So, why did you choose this meal to pair with... Oh, also, also, but... Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But, uh, here's... uh, So, we also put a little bit of Cajun sausage in there, because it's, like, part of it. <coughs> It's jazzy hip-hop. So... Um, so that's why we threw in the sausage, really, because you know French sausage, whatever, whatever. So beautiful. Why did I pair with this album? Yes, it is a very pro Black album per se. Yes, yes, pro Afroperniano. Um, uh, <laughs> and oh, so I can really, taste that spice. What that's, spice? That's, oh, I don't know, the, no. <laughs> he's like I can taste it, but I don't know what that is. Um, and just kept it like light, refreshing per se because of the 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 zucchini lady from the album, which Rob was telling me about the album. Oh, the artwork they, was it? Was it zucchini or cucumber? I want to keep saying cucumber. cucumber.
2: Um, they were, um, because they painted her body and they shot her under neon lights. So there's one, um, shot where she looked uh like a zucchini. They said because the stripes under the different colors, she looked like a zucchini. Cool.
0: Yeah, and that's why. <laughs>
1: That's really cool. That's really interesting, guys. How do you like the food? What do you want me to you- <laughs> <laughs> Shit next time, nasal bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. It's really good. I like the bread. that, that It complements it very well. The, the You know, you, you wouldn't think like zucchini with red sauce. Oh, I
0: didn't cook the zucchini, by the way.
1: Well, what did you, you do to it?
0: I just diced it, and I cut it really small. Like I also, you know, people think you always have to cook zucchini, but it ends up being watery and disgusting and mushy. But it's already kind of like a fresh thing. Just dice it up real small and it's not going to interfere. Tell me you didn't like uncooked zucchini. That was just the first time you had uncooked zucchini. Yeah, I like You that. could definitely eat zucchini raw. That's yeah.
1: kind of sauce. That's sauce. Angel Campos, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, Chef. You're amazing. You're talented. Thanks for and thanks for coming over from the island. Such, such a such cool, cool dish. Thank you so much, sir. And we will be right back with Gastrol Traveling in a minute so welcome back we just did the food section and we are here with uh tv's comic book man man podcasting legend ming chen
3: What's up, everybody? Uh, and uh, some some people out there don't know I'm I'm, I'm a rapper as well. But, uh, <laughs> oh, this is I true. Agree. No, this is
1: true. You don't know this, but this this is true. Keep going. Keep talking.
3: What? I, I am mean, retired, but uh, yeah, I got I somehow got goaded into a rap battle first first with my uh, my friends. Um, if you watch Comic Book Man, I had a, I, I I engaged in multiple rap battles against Brian Johnson, crushed him each time. <laughs> I agree. And somehow that. My friends, uh, Rob, in his particular, that led to me somehow getting to a rap battle with Daryl McDaniel, a.k.a. DMC from Run DMC. Yeah. I, had a, I got into a rap battle with DMC, like the, argue, not even arguably, um, an architect of hip-hop and rap, a rap god. I don't know how this happened, but I, and I had to do it on TV. And no you less. crushed him.
1: Like, let's be honest here.
3: I mean, the, the, the voters said I lost. Well, in um, my heart, headcanon,
1: you, you won me.
3: Yeah, a lot of people saw that episode where I did I rap battle against him. A lot of people came up to me like, dude, we think you won. <laughs> and and uh even though I didn't win like officially, uh-huh. I see DMC all the time. Uh he goes to a lot of comic cons, he's a comic book creator. Mm-hmm. He's he's always like, Hey man, next album like I want you on there, like I want to do a riff on our rap battle. I'm like, dude, that that would be pretty mind blowing. That head, would be
1: actually. so awesome if that happened.
3: Pretty crazy for it sure. Incredible. Yeah. So,
1: um, I met Ming about six months ago, back in May, for uh, Frank Five Day. I went up to New Jersey for this whole Tell Him, Steve, Dave, this podcast that I love. Um, they were having an event, and I met Ming, and he was super cool. And I don't know if you remember this part, but we, um, you guys, you and Q did a Q&A um, at the movie theater, we did. That was awesome. And then after the, we watched the movie and we went to the bar and we were hanging out, me, you and my brother were hanging yeah. out and you were coming up to me. You were like, we made it through the pandemic. We survived. We're here. <laughs> that, that is a, that is a, I will never forget that because that was so awesome.
3: I'm glad you remember because I don't because we were smashed at that point, dude. Because <laughs> we went to an Irish bar, uh, yeah. Irish pub called uh, uh, um, God. What the hell is that? Uh, no, Dublin House, Dublin House, Dublin House. House yep, no. Dublin House in Red Uh paint. You know, yeah, you know, all, it was all fans there, so <laughs> you're like we didn't have to buy any drinks. Yeah, yep. yeah huh. this the nice part about going to a bar with fans, and uh, yeah, there are shots of Jameson flying around. The, uh, pints of Guinness, oh, so I was pretty warm and toasty at that point. Very happy. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, dude, we survived for everything from this point forward is a gift, like the whole Terminator speech, like the no, there's no fate, but what we make for ourselves. I, yeah, I was so drunk. I was probably repeating that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, I rarely do this, but like I, I Ubered home like five minutes, you know, to my own house. Oh, really? And, yeah. And then, you know, that's when <laughs> you wake up and uh, I think that was a Sunday, right? So next Monday, my yeah. wife going to work, I'm like, hey, honey, are you heading to Red Bank? Because uh, I got to go get my car. And, and yeah, and God bless my wife. I was like, oh, yeah, wow, good for you for being responsible. I'm like, don't, 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 don't give me any praise for this. It was a, this is a, I made some bad decisions last night.
1: <laughs> but that, that is, that is a, uh, uh, it has it, it burned into my memory. It was a great yeah. night, and it was, you know, amazing. But let's get into uh, Low End Theory and A Tribe Called Quest.
3: Oh, man. I, I love this idea for the podcast. I love food, as you guys know. Uh, any, if anybody follows me on social media, I'm yeah. constantly posting photos of food. Uh, but I, I love old-school hip-hop as well and and music. So to combine the two, you, you two are brilliant. Thank you. You may be geniuses. <laughs> I don't know if anyone told you this, Well, but it, I'm telling you this right now officially.
1: Well, listen, next time you're in Florida, we have to do this like together because so, we have like a legitimate chef. He's Puerto Rican. He's beautiful. And he cooks for us. And, like, he pairs it. So you got to be here and taste the vision okay. because he is yeah. amazing.
3: Okay. So
1: whenever that Done. happens, whenever you know, whenever we can make that happen, we'll make it happen. But for now, we're doing this. Yeah. So um, we're talking about Low in Theory. Um, you were a young man when that came out. You probably were in a te- you're a teenager, correct?
3: Yeah, it came out. Uh, I believe I think September twentieth, nineteen ninety one, mm-hmm. or nineteen ninety one. Definitely, I can't remember the exact date. Uh, I was born in seventy four, so I that would put me at about seventeen.
1: That's really cool. So, do you remember the first time you listened to it or how you listened to it?
3: Uh I think I think one of the tracks just came on the radio. Uh at that point, uh that was Tribe Called Quest's second album. Uh, yeah, the, the first one. Yeah, lost my Wall in El Segundo. A lot of cool tracks came from uh, uh, people's instinctive travels, and uh, and I can never remember that with the full title of the first album. <laughs> but the second, one, <laughs> I, I must have heard on a hip hop station, or I I and I, I don't. I actually don't think I heard in '91. It, was, it wasn't until I went to college the next year, sure. when my music horizons expanded, uh, that I that I got really into it. And then yeah, and I appreciated it. I, I'm not even going to claim to be like a huge super fan when it came out. But then later on in life, I don't know what it was, uh, you know, was, you know, seven, eight, ten years ago, it, it was something I would, I would roll constantly, uh, off my, off my iPhone. And, uh, just the, uh, I think that's when I really appreciated the brilliance of that album for sure. That's,
2: that's awesome. That's, um, I like that. I like that. It's, um,
3: yeah, cause I, I grew up in Michigan and, um, I think, yeah, college, high school, a uh, huge Led Zeppelin fans. I was really yeah. into classic rock in high school. I was influenced by a, a friend of mine, this this geek named Peter, and you know we became friends because we liked the same stuff. We were into like uh, you know program computer games and, and comic books and all that. And then uh, yeah, I would I would get into some weird music in college. It was it was all over the map. Um, I, I really listened to a lot of Rush. Uh, a lot of progressive rock. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my my other Asian roommates were into uh, crap like Depeche Mode <laughs> and you Order. And, you know, God bless them. I, I like them now. But I'm like, these guys are all emo. They don't even play their own instruments. It's all electronic. I was like, no, give me a good guitar. But yeah. then, yeah, then I started getting into uh, – now it's old school hip-hop. But then, you know, back then there's like De La Soul. There was like the Brand Nubians. There was, uh, you know – yeah. There's a Tribe Called Quest, uh, you know, cool bands like that. And uh, Public Enemy, um, you know, NWA. So, yeah. And then, then I, I think I, but I really got into it, I think, a little later in life. Um, and I, th- it, I this all culminated. Um, so, Jirobi, who actually isn't in Low in Theory much, if at all, but, um, you know, definitely part of Tribe Called Quest. Uh, He's a huge nerd. He loves Star Wars. Uh, he liked comic book men. And I don't, someone, somebody put us in touch and he's like, Hey man, uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm doing this thing where I go to and pop up at bars in Brooklyn and I cook tacos. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> and I, when are you doing next? I would love to come. I would love to meet you. And he was like, yeah, I'm doing another, this bar next week. You should come by. And I went by and I, and I uh, you know, I, I brought him a gift and, and, uh, I ate tacos Man, I'm hanging out with him, and he's like, hey, man, uh, I, I love your show. I was like, dude, I love your music. You're awesome. He's like, hey, man, we're going on the rooftop, man. You want to smoke some weed? <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, shit. And, like, I'm not a big – I'm not like Kevin by any means. Sure. Like, I don't, even, I don't even have to smoke because all you have to do is hang around Kevin. He's get all the second <laughs> yeah. smoke. But, you yeah, know, I was like, dude, I guess smoke weed with freaking Jeromey from Tribe. That's so, a dream. Yeah, I was up, yeah. Yeah, I was up <laughs> on a hipster bar on a rooftop smoking weed with him, and I was like, man – like life is good, man. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. So yeah, I, yeah, I definitely like to brag about that. That is sure. that's a good
1: one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, am jealous of that. That's very cool.
3: Yeah, but I think probably the first track I, I heard probably like scenario because that's like what Buster that's when Buster Rhymes is first like rap like anything I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was that, that, was kind that really like kind of blew him up. Of, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think I, I heard a lot of I, there's a. There was a, a tribe track um, from a little scene, John Favreau, <laughs> Vince Vaughn movie called Maid. I don't know if you gentlemen have ever seen it. Um, it's kind of like if swingers left Los Angeles and went to New York. Okay. And those two knuckleheads were, were maybe five years older. And uh, yeah, it's like those guys go to New York and the, there's a whole mob subplot, but uh, there's some tribe, que- tribe tracks in that, which work, work perfectly with the movie. So it's all a whole combination of things that I really loved about Tribe. But that I think ev- that album, like every track is awesome. I, th- I, um, I think it's Five Dogs, absolute like masterpiece yeah. in, as far as rap goes. So yeah. Um, yeah, one of the videos, like he's wearing a devil's jersey, like they're all on a rooftop of a laundromat in uh, you know, in, in Long Island, and yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it just it's just awesome. Yeah,
2: no, it's so cool. We, we have a, a friend of ours who's
3: a really big fan of. I'm
1: getting some... I don't think, I think, hold up, hold on, sorry, hold man. up. Okay,
3: yeah, you got that low cut filter on there, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Here, switch mics. Just, switch mics. Switch, okay, we're, let's let's switch mics so we could. I think that might be the mic.
3: All right, yeah, that road's got like a weird low 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 cut filter, and, and uh, yeah, sometimes it doesn't pick up as good. All
1: right, try now.
2: All right, there we go. Are you? Oh. Yeah. yeah, sounds better. Okay, yeah, I was thinking about John. Yeah, who? um yeah, we yeah. talked about it all the time about how, like in New York, you would find these, hip hop groups like we talk about Wu Tang. And then Tribe, because um, they're New York, right? Who? Tribe? Album. Yeah, yeah. After I said I, it, I felt like I was wrong. Tra- I don't yeah, know Tra- why. Tribe was Long Island. No, no. Wu-Tang Long Island. Island, Island. Sure, yeah, we just think it's crazy that, you know, these kids that are like in high school when they started making music yeah. and then they made, they changed hip hop forever. Like it never sounded yeah. the same. And it's so cool to think about like, being it, that it is insane.
3: yeah 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 Beastie boys yes know, exactly they you know, i think they're a little older but yeah it's it's insane these guys were 16 17 just uh, you know djing parties rapping at parties and then you know the, the, what for whatever reason I think they all influence each other so yeah because uh, you see yeah. what the
2: next town's doing and what you're doing and then
3: yeah yeah you go to parties and be like oh man what's who's, who are these guys like these guys are awesome and then uh, yeah they all influence each other and made I think they, they they pushed each other to be better yeah and and then we just you know who wins we won you know yeah, you, that's you true know, absolutely yeah out from yeah. yeah for sure so
1: what are your thoughts on um um like the album that just came out like five years ago that they did did what did you think? Of uh,
3: that? I, I like that. Uh, yeah, uh, the yeah, I, I I I I loved it. Um, I mean, it's kind of Five Dog Swan Song, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I I mean I think I loved it for the fact that it probably wasn't even supposed to happen. Um, I, there's, if you read in the story, I think you know they were kind of done. Uh, Fife and Q Tip were arguing, which 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 things is kind of like Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. You know, like oh, man, why didn't you make Ghostbusters like twenty years ago? And uh, yeah, they, but. You know that's what happens. You know, you, you tour, personalities clash. Uh, it, it it happens, but uh, yeah, there, I, I think there's stories where you know, Q Tip you know, flew out Five Dog, and you know they were they stayed in the same house. They just recorded tracks, and fortunately, yeah, they they had enough material to to make this album. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it's great. It's, it's kind of sad they they went on Saturday Night Live right after they yep. recorded. Yeah. Five was dead, but they they. You know they had his track as pre-recorded, and I think they unfurled a banner of yeah,
1: him. Yeah, I, I I watched that. That was that was super cool. Yeah,
3: it was very emotional. It was really, yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah. great. And um, yeah, I, I I had I passed up an opportunity to meet all four of them too. They were doing a signing in the city, and I, I had to do something else, which I probably should, you know in hindsight I wish I would have gotten out of and, and gone and just uh, you know got an album signed or something. But yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, well yeah, I, I think it's great, and I think. Today, even they announced uh, there's there's unreleased tracks that Vibe's family is going to put out. Um, oh, I, really? I can't remember the date. But if you check the uh, tra- uh, ATCQ Tribe Called Quest Instagram? Um, there's uh, they made an announcement that they're releasing something. So that's that's pretty cool. That man. is pretty cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you know, it, it those those guys will always live on for sure. But it's. Uh, yeah, I I wish I could have seen. I never got to see him live. You know, like yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, so it's just called uh, Five Dog Forever. It comes out March twenty second, twenty twenty two. Oh, that's awesome! Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess uh, two days ago was his birthday, so that's that's kind of when they announced okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, executive produced by uh, DJ Rosteru on behalf of the family and the estate of uh, Malik Taylor, aka Five Dog. So, uh, yeah, I I'm curious to see what 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 that consists of uh i'm you know hopefully there's some collaborations uh we'll have some other artists on there yeah that, that, so uh yeah that's cool i i didn't i didn't know if there was anything left so yeah which i was yeah. fine with you know we'll always have the albums so that 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 they put out mm. um but uh yeah I, I but but to answer your question yeah i, I like that, <laughs> I like that album a lot.
1: very cool um to go yeah. to get back to uh the low end theory um what was your favorite track on the album
3: uh this got to be butter and that's all that's I was all. yes uh, yes yeah that that yeah that's it's a great track it, like he just flows so well on that and uh you get stuck in your head it's got a great sample it's got a great beat um i think the sample track is uh is, is off a jazz album from a uh a group called the weather <coughs> report which for any jazz heads out there they're a pretty big jazz group um and uh yeah it was pretty cool so some guy when he took all the jazz tracks that they sampled and put them together in an album called Tribe Vibes, and I think there're four four volumes of them, they're totally illegal. Like they're not official. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I I, I went uh, my friend DJs and uh, he started playing. I'm like, dude, what is this? He's like, dude, I found this record. It's called Tribe Vibes, Volume One. And some dude took all the jazz and all the music that they sampled from and put into one album. And uh and so I you I'm know, I'm trying to actually buy the individual albums. With the songs that they, they took the samples off of, uh, but if you watch the uh, the Michael Richie documentary about Tribe Called Quest, like there's a segment where uh, you know they, they go with Q Tip, they go to a record store. He's flipping through. He's like listening to tracks. Like, oh man, this is a great sample. And he shows you how he put together uh, some of the tracks. He's like, oh man, this is uh, you know this is from uh, Can I Kick It? And uh, it's it, it, it's it's he's a genius, man. Like you know, because you listen to beats, you don't really think much of them. But that guy would isolate them in his head. He's like, oh man, I'm going to turn this into a whole track. So, but uh, yeah, I, I think butter is like brilliant. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> it. And I, I think uh, I think that's the one where you know he uh, Fife wrote the lyrics. I I think he took a bus to the recording studio, and I think he was late. And then he's like, all right, I'm I'm ready. Let's go. And I remember I, I write a I I heard a story where he just wrapped those tracks and everybody was like, whoa, 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 whoa. where did that come from? Like, that's what the, <laughs> what the hell? Like that, he was like, what? He's like, this is, this is me. <laughs> like, Dude, we yeah. got a hit on our hands. So oh, that's yeah, 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 for sure. So that, yeah, I think that's gotta be one of my favorite tracks. But you, you know, we got the jazz scenario. Oh yep. Jeez, um, man, there's so many great tracks on there.
1: I was going through the track list and I was like, this is a 10 out of 10 album. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's, it's a beautiful album.
3: It really is. Yeah, it's it, it it's just crazy. You know, I think they didn't even think about it. I don't even know. If, I Like, I'm sure they were trying, but, I mean, I think it just came out naturally from them. And, uh, you know, for anybody out there who's tried to make music, I haven't. You know, I, I, I tried to, you know, I had to rap against a, a big idiot with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was trying to make music, you know, to make one awesome <coughs> track like that. You know, that's luck yeah but to make a whole album of them yeah that's that's that that's uh that's almost impossible i think yeah
1: um i had a question but i lost it up uh, is, is there are there any lines that like speak to you that you like that like you might use as like an instagram caption or something i don't know
3: <laughs> oh geez man i geez like uh i'd have to i'd have to look that up okay um yeah, there. I, sh- uh, you, know, well, you know, I got to look up. So, easy. the lyrics are so good that, that, uh,
1: yeah. Well, you know what I really like about this album is that it's like so positive and like, there's not a lot of cursing or anything like that. I don't think there's any, there might not be any cursing. I don't know. It may say,
3: there's some cursing, a little bit, yeah, but it's not, not
1: like Wu Tang or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: <laughs> right, right. And, you know, this guy's never really rapped about killing people. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It, it was just, uh, it was all about yeah, empowerment
1: yeah. and, and, and- positivity and stuff. And I really, I do appreciate that.
3: Um, actually, yeah, there is one, there is one track here from butter that I, that I love. Um, God, I'm trying to, trying to find it here. It's, they name check Lindsay Wagner in the bionic woman. <laughs> That's so awesome. Which is insane. Like who does that? Right. <laughs> oh God. I'm trying to, cause I don't want to screw it up, but, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, uh, oh, okay, uh, so that, that- <coughs> Uh, if you were just you talk to you maybe but I can't stand no bionic lady trying to hard to look fly but yo you're looking dumber if I wanted someone like you I would have swung with Jamie Summers <laughs> bars <laughs> like you know don't you know you don't get you don't gotta get the fake hair and all the fake stuff like you, you don't have to be bionic yeah if I'm putting a bionic woman I would have hung with Jamie Summers from bionic woman who does that <laughs> and like you know I'm a nerd right so like yeah, and I love and Lindsay Wagner was on comic book men so we got the one <laughs> for one episode so I I think that even gives even more meaning to me personally. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is 1981, the binary, you know the six million dollar man. That was years ago. So that's a pretty deep. That's a that's a nerd reference right there, man. Yeah, that's such that's a nerd a deep reference cut, for But sure, it's such a sure. great. <laughs> it's such yeah, it's such a great. That's what that's a great lyric for sure. What about you? Do you have a favorite track?
1: Man, now I'm gonna go through what he just went through. I don't know. I can't think of anything.
3: <laughs> not a favorite
1: yeah, line. Tough, favorite it's track. So it's a tough question. It is. I wanna, you yeah.
3: know, I don't. I don't want to butcher it. So yeah, I had. I I did have to look it up.
1: I like the yeah. line where he says, "If you have the jazz or not." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're yeah, their lyrics you definitely like. like. Yeah, you said you don't want to like
2: try and quote it off the top of your head, even if you know the album. You're such a fan. It's so hard because you might butcher something just because it's so clever. What do you? Got?
1: Alright, Ming, so since this is a food podcast, we have to ask you this. What is your go to meal cheat just food? What is what did you what do you like to eat?
3: Oh man, it's tough. Uh I, I love burgers. So you guys are in Florida. I think you have do you have Whataburger down there? With um, the I think city? they're starting to trickle. They're in.
1: sprinkled around, but not really.
3: Yeah, so I mean well, like what are the regional awesome burgers? Like I, I love In N Out and people are like, oh no, Whataburger is better. I'm like, I can eat both. Like yeah, the idea would be both, <laughs> right? Ming, and,
1: yeah.
3: have you ever been to cookout? So I have not been to cookout <laughs> simply because I was in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh-huh. and We were at a dive bar till like four in the morning. And someone was like, oh, man, we should go to cookout. And we almost made it. And for whatever reason, we didn't. I think we found, I think we ended, actually ended up at Whataburger. But I looked at <laughs> the cookout menu and like, I really want to go. It was at the top of my list. I, so yeah. Like we were just drunk off my ass. We were just. So at a, a cookout yeah. where you are. No, no, no. We, really we,
1: we just went to Atlanta. Uh, last week and yeah, coming it, it, back from Atlanta we stopped at one it was my first time ever oh my god I cannot recommend it even like I don't know dude just go out you you travel a lot so you gotta go you gotta go
3: yeah, yeah. usually out. if I'm in Atlanta uh, I went up at Waffle House oh know, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, covered chopped diced, and whatever with everything mm-hmm. why, but why were you in Atlanta I gotta know this because I have a I, I uh, well I'll let you answer that why were you in Atlanta um
1: you can answer it because we were there for him. Yeah, so we um uh
2: two buddies of mine they have a one they have a company called Shop Open, uh, in Florida, <laughs> but um, one of them lives here. He's a videographer and a yep. digital creator, and then the other one he's um a rapper and producer. So he lives in Atlanta. So we went up there to just help film some projects, and we were gonna do a podcast, but Nelson got super sick and lost his voice. My voice was gone. No, no. We woke up was the still- morning of. Oh. We brought our whole like travel trunk, like we packed it out. We brought the yeah. whole studio with us, and um. So that kind of didn't work out, but no, we went up there and um, I go up a few times a year just like hang out with like, a, like in the world of hip hop with all these guys
1: that are just okay. like independent artists.
3: Have you gentlemen been to the world famous Claremont Lounge yet?
1: No, not no. yet. Oh my God. What is this? Tell me what it is. I don't even know what the it
3: Claremont is. Claremont Lounge is an Atlanta institution. It's been there since 1965. Okay. So it's, it's over 50 years old. Basically, uh, it is, it's a gentleman's club. But yeah. not your usual gentlemen's club. What do they do now, there? Now, picture this. Uh, you know, the, the ladies who work there, who dance there. Sure. Not typical ladies. Uh, you know, some of them are 50, 60, say 70 years old. Wait, what? Yeah, I am. Some My- of them, uh, you know, may not fit the body type of your, your, your typical stripper. Some maybe, cool you know, that. maybe of all different sizes and shapes uh you know some of them may be pregnant and you know working to get money for the, the their up their impending pregnancy sure yeah <laughs> other daughters there they yeah they, i it's to wild. me it's like all right just because society says you hit your late 30s your 40s mm. or 50s 60s 70s society says you have to stop stripping not this place this not place this is place doesn't shape all they want is the heart and the enthusiasm and yeah. at the heart of it, that's what it is. But it's an institution. So you go in there. There, there, there are men and women of all ages, all backgrounds, all you know, financial statuses. And uh, to me, it's a place where you can really be yourself. But, you yeah. know, the main attraction is, is like, wow, there there are strippers there and they're not your typical strippers. You know, if you want that, you can go to Magic City or, yeah. or whatever the yeah. other other ones in Atlanta. But, um, my, um, but yeah, Claremont. So I, uh, I, I went there as I saw Anthony Bourdain went there on one of his shows and he, he took Alton Brown there. Now we're, we're talking about food. Can you imagine in Brown at a strip club? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, and they went to the greatest time. Uh, so they were talking to the main uh, stripper named Blondie. She's <coughs> a larger uh, uh, African-American woman, maybe late fifties, early sixties at this point. And she's known for crushing PBR cans between her boobs. Hell yeah. And she finds it and she sells it to you. And uh, <laughs> awesome. they were talking to her and these guys had so much fun. I was like, man, I got to go there one day. Like if I'm ever in Atlanta, that's one of my first stops. And I got to go there in 2014, and I've been back. for
2: a <laughs> <time>. <laughs> My um, my tattoo artist said it's where strippers go to die. Yeah, yeah is what he said. Tab, yeah, that's because he was trying to describe uh, it to me, and I was like, "What?" Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Bourdain was a fan. I if you check the Claremont on Wikipedia, it lists all the celebrities who have been there, and uh, you know John Hamm, uh, Stephen Yen, and then I slipped my name in there and mentioned. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I went I went there one time. I was having so much fun and there was this really pretty girl next to me. I'm making small talk with her, you know, for about an hour or so. I was like, All right, well see you later. Have a great weekend, whatever you're doing. I went home, I went to bed, I woke up, I had a text from my friend. He was like you know you were talking to Margot Robbie for an hour. Oh, my just, God.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't
3: know it was her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I was just having so much fun, and she was very nice. But You yeah. just got Harley Quinn right next to you. That's yeah, so Mar- cool. Harley freaking Quinn next to me, yeah. Uh, I think one time I was at the bar. I usually hang out to the bar, and the strippers dance behind the bar, so you kind of have to lean over with your Dollar Bill to, to tip them. Some people throw it on the stage. I'm like, I got more class than that. Yeah, I'll, on, hand I'll hand it. I'll hand it like it. a gentleman. Having so much fun. Uh, I went out. My friend was like, hey, so did you, did you say hi to Jack Black? I'm like, what? Oh, my He's gosh. Like, hey, he was just in there. He walked in behind you. You didn't hear the commotion? I'm like, no, I was having so much fun. Like, all right, yeah, apparently Jack Black's there a lot, apparently. Cool.
1: So, oh, man. Um, man. We have to go. Yeah,
3: so I, I was actually there, I was there two weeks ago. I missed you guys by a week. Oh, wow. wow. weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I, I had heard I missed Danny DeVito at some point. And Danny know, DeVito I, was there? I can't even imagine I that. I can't it's even imagine crazy so you know a lot of cool people go there but you know some celebrities hear about it and they, they 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 hang out there which is cool um but it's just a great place i highly 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 recommend you guys go next time yeah. and i want you to tell me about the experience 100 yep yeah. yeah the only the only rule is no cameras inside oh wow hmm. so i'm very yeah. feeling about that you know understandable yeah that's yeah, but, uh, yeah, they're they like, yeah, we just kicked out Mumford and Sons. They they would not stop taking pictures. Like, you idiots. Like, you can't. Mumford. You only really have, have one rule. Marcus. You have one Marcus. rule. Marcus. Yeah. You have one rule. You can't follow it. So, Oh, my gosh.
1: That makes me like him a lot less. I You know, I I was a big fan of Marcus Mumford and the Mumford and Sons in high school. That man's got yeah. a thick neck, though. Have you ever seen his neck? <laughs> it's so thick.
3: I have not looked at his look neck, Look at his no. neck. It's probably,
1: out. you know, it's just, it's a thick neck okay yeah. it's like a tree trunk that neck. i'll take it i'll take your i don't know far. i'm just being an asshole right now i guess i don't <laughs> know <laughs> so um another question for you ming um when you before you like do a podcast do you have like a ritual of like That's like question. what is your creative pot prod what is your creative process when doing a podcast
3: Uh, I I try to roll a song that pumps me up uh, that could be anything from uh, you know like K7's Come Baby Come Um, one uh, that we used uh, when me and Mike did a podcast called The Ming and Mike Show uh, Red Man Method Man Time for Some Action was one just one one of those you know something Metallica Seek and Destroy Hell yeah, so yeah. I'll roll a track. Sometimes you know, it's like, oh man, I gotta play this on the podcast, even though I'm not supposed to. And, uh, <laughs> I'll kick off the podcast with that song for sure. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't do push ups or anything. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, if I'm drinking a beer or something, I'll have the, I'll have, I'll have drink as I podcast, yeah. you know, because we can, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah, um, drink while we work. Yeah. but um yeah. other than that, yeah, I usually just kind of roll in, hit record, and like, all right, you ready? You ready? Okay, let's go. I yeah. mean, you've been nice. doing it
1: for so long, so you just, you know, just. It's not even anything, you know, you do it.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. All I know is I know I'm in for, you know, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. an hour of fun or whatever it's going to take, but yeah, which is, it's just so great. I love this format so much, man. It's I, really, incredible. I love podcasting. I love meeting other podcasters. I love, uh, I, I love people like, Oh, I've been thinking about starting. I'm like, dude, come, come in. Step into my yes. Office. Yes. Step into, the, step into the 36 chambers, my friend. Because, <laughs> uh, when you leave here, yeah, you know, you're, 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 you're going to cut a track, man. You're going to cut a podcast and, uh, <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun. So
1: how many podcasts do you do nowadays? How many? How uh, many are I
3: mean, you? In? I only really only have one weekly one right now, which is uh, I sell comics. Um, the uh, yeah, me and Mike, we've been streaming live from the comic book shop every Wednesday. That's so uh, cool. which is pretty cool. Is, uh, you know, set up cameras, and we have the backdrop of the store, and we stream it live, and it looks really cool. And uh, you know, we record ISO comics. I'm trying to. I I sent in a proposal because I want. I was like, wow, this is fun. I bet other people would pay to do this, like podcast at the stash. Yeah. So I brought up a whole proposal. I was like, hey, you know, the store is at six. You know, maybe like from eight to ten every night. Like, you know, we could maybe people want to rent out the stash to stream, to you know, record. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would run it. And I sent a whole proposal. I haven't heard anything back yet, but this is something I'm pushing for. Is that day. something
1: that is that a Mike thing or is that a Kevin thing?
3: I think I mean, obviously, it's a big Kevin thing. Is his store? Oh yeah, that's you know, true. You would say yes or no, but to me, I'm like, listen. There's like a whole twelve hours where the store, you know, the store is kind of empty. Mm-hmm. Why not rent it out to podcasters? That's uh, really because good. They, yeah, yeah. because I think they would pay a small premium yeah. to podcast at the stash to have the store as a backdrop. Um, there are multiple locations. There's a uh, Kevin rebuilt the Quick Stop facade in the back. Mm-hmm. There's a Buddy Christ shrine that he he built with a pew and a kneeler. There's I like prayed iron to that. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Iron Bob's coming out of the wall. Yeah, you were there. You yeah. saw all that, like man. And even the counter. We podcast by the counter. It looks really cool. So nice.
1: Um, now that uh, tell them Steve Dave doesn't record in there anymore. Yeah. Do you, do you use the back room that the the general store? No,
3: uh, Mike put a bunch of cases in there. It's kind of like their higher end collectibles. Uh, so okay. So it kind of turned into a more of a. Uh, I guess like the vault, vo- not not a vault, but that's where you would buy, you know, if if you need, um, yeah, like like the five hundred dollar Funko Pop figures behind glass back sure. there. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all glass cases back there. So, yeah, I, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean they had the, they had a green screen back there. You saw it, which we we do, sometimes will green screen, but I mean I love I love podcasting by the counter. So we just set up a table and we we use that as a backdrop. Nice,
2: very cool. Yeah, we put in a lot of. This the studio has gone through like three iterations yeah. in itself, so this oh, is yeah. probably the final. It's,
3: it's all about putting stuff on the walls. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, you know, if you look behind me, yeah, I got, I I got swords, and below that are three yes. lightsabers. You know nice. why? Because I, I can. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And then the people come in and say like, "Hey man, can I can I pick up that Hatori Hanzo sword?" I'm like, "Dude, put that in one hand and put a Luke <laughs> blue lightsaber in the other one. You know, like why not?" So,
1: yeah. So, freedom. are you at shared universe right now?
3: I am, yeah. This is shared universe, Very uh, the cool. one, uh, you know, the Eatontown location, which is ten minutes from the store. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm here a lot, because <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, the, the place you want to build is a place that you never want to leave, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I've almost built that. Um, yeah, I wish I had a kitchen in here; I could make food. But <laughs> it's the only thing that I don't I don't have. So uh, we got like we have like beer; we have beer on tap. Which is cool. Awesome. Oh shit, that's awesome. And then and then I have beef jerky. I was like, "What else do you need?" I guess that, that, really. Yeah, oh, it's a man cool. you can Live
2: off that for a couple of weeks.
3: Yeah. So,
1: um, I have one more. I just want to pitch one thing to you, Ming, because yeah, totally. I don't know what Be- this is. I this is I this is an idea I've had for a long time, and I've tweeted it a couple times, and I never got a response, but it's okay. Okay. What I want to see just one episode of is the Ming and Mur show. Mur oh, of the Practal jokers.
3: I would love that. Uh, the, which is cool. So Mur, Mur, and I are pretty much the only two to do Comic Cons right now.
1: Um, you, know, I, I, I see you guys hanging out on on Instagram. Yeah, on and, side, and yeah,
3: and as such, we've we we've been bumping into each other at the same shows, which is cool. So and he usually travels with Joy for Tone. They have the same booking agent. Yep, so, yep. Yeah. So yeah, it, so it's it's fun, and I think you know I like. People are like, oh, you're the Mur of comic book men. or people are like, oh, you're the Ming of impractical jokers. Those sure. are the ones that sure. get dumped on. You guys are kind of weird and out there, but you're very, you know, you're out there too. You like like hanging out with people, whereas the other, the other are the other three counterparts. Yeah. Maybe you know, either hate people, or they're scared <laughs> of people, or they're germophobes, or whatever, and they don't really hang out with the public. Sure. And uh, yeah, I think I think that would be great. I think we both have like really good energy, and we we, we love hanging out with people. And, um, so yeah, one time we were at a kind of Shreveport, Louisiana, uh-huh. not that long ago. And, uh, I somehow found myself at a group dinner with Joey Fatone and Murr and some, some other people. And, uh, it, it, I mean, it kind of stunk. You were know, trying to eat dinner and Murr just constantly bombarded, bombarded people, people coming up with like, Hey man, I hate to be that guy, but can I get a picture? I'm like, you don't hate being that guy. You are that guy. Yeah, yeah. If you hated being that guy, you would stop. Yeah, but I get it. They wanted to take their shot. You know, maybe maybe they had a drink or two, or they or they just you know we're in the Instagram culture, so yeah. you just want to get yeah. that picture and leave. So. Mm. Um, it was funny, though, but he was trying to pass the buck to Fatone. He's like, hey, man, you know, Joey Fatone's here, too. He was uh, you know, one of the members of one of the <laughs> biggest boy bands in the world. <laughs> Why don't you go talk to him? And the people didn't really care about him. These were guys. These were IJ fans. And, and so Fatone's sitting back laughing at him. He's like, hey, buddy, they don't care about me anymore. I'm going to eat my dinner, man. Like, have fun taking photos with these guys. But afterwards, we went out back, and there was, like, a big kind of live music thing. And, uh, you know, drunk chicks out there. So I think what Murr did, he went up to the DJ. He's like, hey, man, Joey Fatone's here. You should tell everybody. And all of a sudden, we hear, baby, bye, bye, bye. He's like, hey, Joey Fatone's here. And all of a sudden, Fatone's getting swamped. Murr's sitting back let, laughing at him. So they're ballbusters, man, because we're all East Coast, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just laughing. And, uh, yeah, I was laughing. I was like, hey, man, come with me. You know, some people cared, but not like that, not like those guys. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just got to talk to all the chicks that you know that couldn't get to them. <laughs> like I was on the Hell yeah! I got to hang out with those chicks. So which you know, not a bad thing, man. Not yeah. a bad thing. Like, not a like, bad thing. Yeah, but it's yeah, they're yeah, you know, they're, they're, we're all ball busters, man. So it's fun. I yeah, I wish all I wish all of us would just do cons together, though, man. How fun yeah. would that be? All yeah. like all eight of us. Wow. Yeah, you know, like having a table next to each other. I think I think that would be cool, man. It'd
2: be ins- it would be
3: insanity. It would yeah. be so cool. Yeah, so, but who knows? I think the Ming and Merce show could happen at some listen point. Listen to me. So if that you would be you cool. Just, if you just do it for me, I would be happy. I just need one episode of it. I think it would
1: be so awesome. If you just throw it up the ladder, please.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, get, I, you know, I, I, I work for Whataburger's, but with enough, enough money, I'm sure you could convince Merce to be like, yeah, all right. <laughs>
2: hey, we'll just have to figure out what he works for, food wise, and we'll send it his way. There we go. Oh, yeah, we sure. There yeah, go. Yeah, it's it's all, all good. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know what he eats, but uh, yeah, I but I eat everything, so that's a safe bet.
1: Easy. Um, um I am out of questions, so if you have any more questions, Rob, I just have one that I like to ask. um away.
2: For people, because it's a music podcast, so outside of the Low End Theory by a tribe called Quest, what are two more albums that you would recommend people listen
3: to? Uh, I think yeah, and I, it was cliche. I love Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin 4 is, is okay it's fantastic mm-hmm. it's it's uh yeah it's such a great it's such a great album ah geez i i, I might go more than four you know wu-tang Clan. you know of this 36 chambers is, mm-hmm. is that's uh that's a pretty iconic album we love wu-tang here sure. that was our first we're big, episode we're big
1: wu-tang fans
3: for sure uh <laughs> russia's moving pictures is definitely one that uh you know life-changing perhaps mm-hmm. yeah for sure um jesus right yeah, see, that, now I'm gonna get off and I'm like, oh crap, man.
1: Yeah, no. Ming, who's your favorite Wu-Tang clan member?
3: Uh oh, I gotta go with Method Man, because he came on the show. That's cool, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, Method came on the show. He's a big geek. Uh, you know, I, I, we we ended up selling him, I think it was a Green Lantern Migo doll. And oh, that's before cool. he left, he was wearing a, he was wearing a Wu this really cool Wu Tang hat. And I'm like, Hey man, is that are you selling those online, man? Like that that's a really dope hat. He looks at me, takes off the hat, and he throws it at me. He's like, Here, just take it. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> It was like Mean Joe Green and uh, the, the commercial put <laughs> on the jersey to the kid.
1: There you go, kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah,
3: literally. Yeah, that's literally what it was. So I was like, "Oh, that's crap. so like, cool." other man just gave me his hat, man. Like wow. this is this is, I like nothing. I need to achieve nothing else more in life. Yeah, because, you're good. Man, just threw me his hat. That's yeah, so oh, that's awesome. incredible.
1: That is so cool. All the,
3: I give her ODB man only for that MTV that uh, oh there's MTV view. Video or music award speech. It's like, I bought me a suit that costed me a lot of money today. It's like, you know, Daddy is good, but Wu Tang is the best because we're here because we're all about the children. We're here for the children. I'm ODB and I love you all. The,
1: The original Kanye.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, Kenya didn't even come on, man. Yeah, Kenny yeah. not even scratch that surface, man. Just the look of confusion on everybody, yeah. and one guy's trying to get him off. He's like, "Screw it, I can't get him off." So yeah, just is, let it go. Yeah, that is amazing. It's iconic, and you know, we're always, yeah. Everyone's saying, "Nah, yeah, Wu Tang. Wu Tang's for the children, for the kids. But yeah. I just love that. I just love that. Like, Puff Daddy is good, Wu Tang is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just love awesome. that. I love that. I love that moment. And then I think the night before that, or even before, as he was going to the awards, he saved some kid's life. What? No. Card rolled over and almost caught on fire, and he went in and, and like grabbed the kid and pulled him out. Can you like, imagine right ODB
2: saving like, you?
1: Amazing.
3: No, I can't. I can't. That's amazing. But, like, it's such a weird story, though. He did that, saved some kid's life, and then he went on and he, and he rushed, he rushed the stage, and. And He was right, man. Wu-Tang is the best. Man. He, he, yeah.
1: yeah. Did you right. watch, did you watch the Wu-Tang show on Hulu?
3: I haven't seen it yet. It's no, so good, I, dude. You yeah, got to watch shot, it. Shot in Jersey. And mm-hmm. I got yeah, I got it's on my it's, list. It's I gotta really watch good. It.
1: When you were talking about producers earlier, it made me think of a scene from that show and I'm not going to spoil it, but you have to watch it. It goes through like RZA and his like process of sampling and stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's really cool.
3: Yeah, I'm, I, and it was funny. I'm thinking albums, but like uh, the music that really changed my life, they all came on cassettes. Like, I wore yeah, Yeah. I'm going to throw a couple yep. more. Uh, and, and Perfect. I talk about maybe doing uh, Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction, mm-hmm. definitely on there. And, uh, my, my very first cassette was In Excess's Kick album in okay. 88, 89 ish in that era. And, uh, my very first CD was Def Leppard Hysteria. So, yeah, those are, those are definitely iconic as well. Now,
1: what were your parents' parents' thoughts on like the music you listened to? Whether did they did they like it or were they like
3: no, they, they hated rap and the this devil hop? Music. They hated that. They, uh, I remember, I, I did, my dad bought this really fancy Pioneer stereo system, and I had a CD player, and I never had a CD player. And I, I remember I was torn between Def Leppard's Hysteria and U2's Boy, and were like vastly different albums. Yeah. <laughs> the high school was really, really like super obsessed with you 2 so I, I guess I wanted to impress him for whatever reason thank god I didn't listen to him and I got Def Lever I remember putting in that stereo I cranked that thing up to 11 I remember my mom yelling at me like what are you doing like she kept running in and I was like dude this is freaking this is gold right here man this is life changing but um yeah they hated all of it they wanted they they wanted me to play classic music mm. <laughs> classical music all the time I, I, I was like dude I yeah, so they made me play the violin when I was young and I hated every moment of it. I, they made me play for 8 years, my friends. Whoa. 8 years. And you know, it was very simple. If they would have told me I could have been the fiddle player from Dave Matthews' band, You would have been <laughs> sold. Have it it. Yeah. But no, yeah, he didn't exist back then, so Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Uh but think- yeah, they my, my parents hated everything I listened to.
1: Do you think if you could if you picked up the fiddle now, do you think you could bust something out?
3: I could probably play a couple, couple things. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't touched it since I was 14 years old. So that was a wow. long time ago, but I, I, um, yeah. All you need is a proper motivation if you want kids to do stuff. So yeah. Just, you know, you just related to, Hey, you could be rich. You could be the guy from the days Matthews camp band, you know, it'll impress girls. Like, I don't know. You just need the proper motivation, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Not just like it, not make it a chore.
3: Yeah. No, oh God, it sucked, yeah. man. it was awful. Man, eight Although, years. apparently I was good though, but I hate every moment of it. So, any kids listening to this, uh, do the things you love because you'll be way better for it for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's incredible. All
1: right. Um,
3: that is all the questions yeah, I, I had. Always, yeah. uh, Ming, thank you so much for coming
1: on. I really greatly appreciate it. Yes. Thank it, you.
3: Um, yeah, I, I think you guys are onto something great here, and right. uh, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Follow
1: Ming on Instagram, on Twitter, at Ming Chen, right? Yeah, anything else you need to plug uh, or shout-out? Ming Chen 37, 37 um, in a row. Um, yeah.
3: uh, is there anything you want You want to plug? Any projects? Uh, I, no, I, I have a podcast studio. It's uh, what I've been mm-hmm. doing since Comic Book ended. It's called the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. You can have as much fun as uh, me and these gentlemen did uh, because I can teach you how to do it. That's if so you want cool. to start your own cool. music and food podcast, probably won't be as good as theirs. <laughs> But you can try, and uh, I'm not gonna say it won't be as either. But just start. Yeah. This is so yeah. much fun, man. So, uh, yeah. Or it, you know, and when you guys come back, we got a pod together. Come to oh, the studio. Oh yeah.
2: No, I gotta. I gotta. For I'll you. come. I'll come yes. out next time. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. we're doing
1: it, Ming. Yeah.
3: yeah. gonna yes. yes. I mean, many more events. Kevin's got the Smodcast open now. He's been at the store a lot. <laughs> You know, if you want to meet Kevin, that's the best way is to go to one of his events. Ming. Yeah.
1: Ming, we're friends now. I hope you know this. We're good. We're yes. good friends now.
3: Yes. We're going to eat, drink, pod.
1: Eat, drink, and pod. I, yep. I was sold on beer on tap
2: <laughs> in the studio, dog. I'm there. Craft,
3: craft beer, my friends. Oh, Very cool.
1: Well, Ming, tap. until next time, until next pod, uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, love you, Ming. Thank you so much. See everybody else next week.